Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show. It's the third hour this Friday, August 5th. Three minutes or so, four minutes after the two o'clock hour. I'm Bradley Trainer. Colleen will be back on Monday along for the ride today. Holly, just around the corner, by the way, Paul's trip to the movies will join us and tell us what's in theaters and on streaming. But I'm very excited to welcome to the show right now, Dr. Aditya Chandakar, a Minneapolis resident, not only for the last two and a half years, but currently an infectious disease physician at the University of Minnesota and Dr. Chandakar. First of all, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. And um, not only do I want to welcome you to the show, I'm very excited that you're joining us because I think it's crucial right now that people understand what monkeypox is and how they should be responding to it. So let me just kick things off with a question. Um, and, sure. and ask you just from a very basic level for our listeners, what is monkeypox? Is it a new infection? And where did it come from? Sure. I think I think that's a good question. And I'm, I'm really happy to uh, kind of have this opportunity because uh, I think over the last few months, as, as monkeypox has been in the news, there's been a lot of misinformation about monkeypox mm-hmm. that we see on the news, on social media, uh, and are happy to provide a medical perspective to perhaps kind of give more information to people and allay people's fears. Um, so I think monkeypox isn't a new infection. It's um, an infection belonging to the pox virus family. It's related to small pox, which is an infection which was eradicated in the 70s. Um, I mean, monkeypox has been known to be seen in humans for about five decades. Uh, It's been endemic in Western Central Africa. And over the past half a century, we've been seeing a few isolated outbreaks, maybe 30 or 40 cases at a time, but linked to travel to endemic areas or, say, handling of animals from uh, endemic areas. I think starting May of this year, when a couple of cases were reported in uh, the UK without a history of travel to endemic areas, we've seen um, this infection significantly increase in terms of its spread. And I think as of today, we've had over 26,000 cases that have been reported in over 80 countries across the globe, most of which never had prior cases of monkeypox and were not known to be endemic. Wow. So, you know, with that being considered, who is at risk for monkeypox? And another question for you, uh, why is it being associated with men who have sex with men? Sure. That's another 
Good question. I, I would say I think looking at the data, looking at the cases that we've seen so far, uh, I think most of the cases have been reported in men having sex with men. Um, and I think uh, there, this kind of brings or raises concerns, especially uh, in the face of kind of rising homophobia across the world, across the country as to gay men being targeted uh, or, or being blamed for the spread of an infection. Uh, I think... Uh, based upon uh, the results or based upon the data that we've seen presented across the globe, most of the cases have been seen in men having sex with men. I would say at this point of time, uh, the people who are most at risk would be gay and bisexual men who have sex with men just by virtue of uh, kind of the infection spreading in um, in, in social networks, I would say the, the risk to the population at large remains relatively low. However, I think the most important thing is for us to try and get resources to this uh, vulnerable community to try and make sure that we try and contain the infection so that uh, the population at large outside of, say, a specific vulnerable community, uh, we don't see infection spilling over. Yeah, I think it's that's why I wanted to have you on today, uh, Dr. Chandrakar, because I think, you know, people have maybe heard some things and they think, oh, mm -hmm. maybe this doesn't affect me or maybe it only affects a certain kind of person. I don't need to listen or I can tune out. Can to that? Can you speak to how monkeypox is transmitted from person to person? Sure. Um, so. Uh, based upon what we know, I think the the biggest risk or the way it's transmitted between person to person is, um, say, close personal contact and close physical contact with uh, with lesions of monkeypox. I think in addition to that, um, there's risk of transmission through, say, large respiratory droplets, especially for somebody who might be in close physical proximity to a person who has the infection. Um, there's a smaller but known risk of transmission through what we call fomites or, say, secondary objects of infection, for example, bedding or clothing, which might have been worn or have come into contact with uh, a, a person who might have the infection. Uh, but there's kind of rumors going around or there's people who want to uh, say monkeypox is airborne and uh, presents a risk to the population at large. And I would say we don't have any evidence of that. Um, I would say at this point of time, uh, uh, the 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 most likely or the the greatest way of transmission that we are seeing is through close, um, say person to person contact. Mm, very interesting. Thank you, uh, Dr. Chandakar, for that. You know, so if someone finds himself mm -hmm. infected with monkeypox, what are the kinds mm -hmm. of treatments they can seek out uh, for this virus? Sure. So considering that there hasn't been in the past, uh, say, a lot of directed research on monkeypox, we, what we're ending up doing is using treatments which were developed for smallpox and, and using them in patients with monkeypox, which where because of uh, the similarity between viruses, we do see clinical efficacy. Um, and so for the most part, I think a lot of people who end up having infections will have uh, quote-unquote mild course and by mild I don't mean to minimize symptoms at all because a lot of people mm -hmm. do have uh, very severe symptoms which require say pain control but mild only in the sense that uh, fatalities from monkeypox have been 
extremely uncommon during this current outbreak. Uh, but I think most treatment is supportive in terms of control of pain, uh, control of itching, and uh, the discomfort that comes with physical lesions, ensuring that people are hydrated, people are eating and resting okay, uh, and monitoring for, say, superimposed infections. Um, in some cases, uh, there is development of a medication called tecovirimat or TPOX. And TPOX is a medication which was developed for smallpox, but it has been shown to be effective in, uh, say, more severe cases of monkeypox in patients with visceral, so uh, mucosal lesions, or patients who might be, say, immunocompromised. Knowing that this medication is in short supply, uh, we uh, physicians across the Twin Cities are being educated to reach out to the CDC to kind of order this drug and use it in patients who would benefit from it. So if somebody has monkeypox and especially are having severe manifestations of it, I think the important thing would be to reach out to their primary physicians or reach out to their healthcare providers uh, to see if they would qualify for something like TPOX and if they're healthcare providers would consider reaching out to uh, the CDC on a case-to-case basis. No, I love this. This has been so helpful, Dr. Chandakar, because I've seen a lot of conversation around access to treatments and vaccines and testing, or at least a lot of concern about that. And, you know, frankly, I'm sure it's somewhat uh, made more intense by social media. So just as as we wrap things up today, what would you suggest other than or perhaps just contacting directly your primary physician, or you know, maybe even for people who don't have a primary physician, what would you sure. recommend as a resource? So I think the most important resource right now in the cities is, say, for example, I know Red Door, which is uh, one of the city's largest HIV and STI care clinics, is doing excellent work in the area. Their website and the Minnesota Department of Health website have some initial resources. I think for people who have uh, kind of concerns regarding whether they want to be tested, uh, I think discussing or calling the the number at Red Door, which is, I think the clinic has it on their website, but it's 612-543-5555, and talking to the people to see if they could come in for testing is a good resource. I think for people who are at an increased risk, so uh, say men having sex with men who um, may have more than one sexual partner or Uh, say, HIV-positive men who are sexually active uh, would be encouraged to get vaccinated because we do have a limited number of uh, vaccines but are being prioritized for individuals who are at most at risk. And so I know Red Door is one of the the centers in the cities which is providing vaccination. So I would encourage people to reach out, see if they're a candidate for vaccination, and and get the vaccine as soon as possible. Wonderful. Uh, Dr. Aditya Chandakar, an infectious disease physician at the University of Minnesota, Thank you so much for spending some time with us today to help uh, not only inform, um, but, you know, share this story with our listeners. Of course. Thank you for having me. All right. And uh, listeners, I will make sure that we have through our social media a link sent out for that Red Door information he just shared. Again, the phone number, the website, they've got a page right there um, talking about if you've got questions about monkeypox or if you have questions about vaccines, testing and all that stuff. So thanks again to Dr. Chandakar and um, 
it's just nice to learn something from somebody who knows what they're talking about instead yes. of just taking things at face value on social media. Yes, and we'll have his interview up on our podcast later this afternoon. So if you have people in your life that may have questions, please direct them to this interview. Fabulous. And when we return, our good friend Paul McGuire Grimes with what to watch or not when we return right here on My Talk 1071.